Well, after a four-game road trip, the Dallas Stars return home to the friendly confines of the American Airlines Center to take on Connor McDavid and the Edmonton Oilers. This is a big game for both teams. Edmonton looking to stay in the top three in the Pacific Division, while the Dallas Stars are looking to capture a wild-card spot in the Western Conference. We'll talk about this game and all that it entails on today's episode of Locked on Stars. Your Locked On Stars, your daily podcast on the Dallas Stars. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Howdy, Stars fans. Welcome back to the Locked On Stars podcast, the only daily podcast covering the Dallas Stars, part of the Locked On podcast network your team every day i'm your host dane lewis your local expert on all things dallas stars hockey credentialed member of the dallas stars media coming to you on this tuesday march 22nd in today's episode of locked on stars is brought to you by rock auto amazing selection reliably low prices all the parts your car will ever need visit rockauto.com and tell them that locked on sent you whether this is your first time here or you are a recurring listener Thank you for stopping by today's episode of Locked on Stars and for making us your first listen of the day. Be sure to hit that subscribe button if you're watching on YouTube or if you're listening on your favorite podcasting platform, be sure to give us a follow and a rate and review if you enjoy the show. And also follow us on Twitter. You can find me on there at Dane double underscore Lewis and you can find our show at Locked on Stars getting very close to 700 followers on that page. So be sure to go give us a follow there. We talk about our show as well as general Dallas Stars hockey news, updates, memes, whatever you could ask for. We do it all over at the Locked On Stars Twitter account. But let's jump right into today's episode, starting with uh, some pretty big roster news for the Stars. We went live yesterday on YouTube. Thank you for those of you that stopped by and watched the live Locked On Stars uh, post-NHL trade deadline reaction show. Unfortunately, this news did not break. Uh, until after I got done recording that the Stars made one more move uh, as far as the trade deadline, and that is they sent a fourth-round pick for the 2024 NHL draft to Detroit in return for Vladislav Nevestikov, uh, a center out of Detroit. Um, this is his sixth NHL team now. He played for Tampa Bay, New York, Ottawa, Colorado, Detroit, and now he will be a member of the Dallas Stars, still wearing his number 92. Seth Scott Wedgwood will be wearing number 41, uh, the two new trade acquisitions for this Stars team. But many fans might remember Nemestikov back in the 2020 playoffs whenever he was a member of the Colorado Avalanche. He scored twice in Game 7 of that semifinal series, including what might have been the game winner had it not been for Joel Kiviranta um, going into beast mode, um, getting the second goal, and then eventually his third goal of the game to seal the hat trick and also to seal the series for the Stars. Never uh, going to avoid talking about that game or that series here on this show. But it's also ironic uh, because a guy like Nemestikov could be coming in to replace Joel Kiviranta um, this season and maybe even in the long run, depending on how his time here in Dallas goes from now until the end of the season. But after uh, that playoff run that the Colorado Avalanche had, he was sent to Detroit. And then he had a pretty disappointing 2020 season. I think like only 11 points on the year, but he's had a nice turnaround here in 2021-2022 with 13 goals, 12 assists, totaling 25 points. And he spent a lot of time on that Detroit Red Wings top line as of late. 
uh, paired with Lucas Raymond and Dylan Larkin, but likely will be a middle six guy for the Stars team. Don't really imagine him being a fourth line guy, but I can certainly see him playing somewhere on the third, maybe the second line, depending on how the coaching staff wants to draw things up. The nice part about a guy like Nemestikov is he can really, you know, kind of get plugged in anywhere. Uh, obviously, you don't want to break up that top line because their chemistry is really good and it seems to finally be coming back to form of what we've seen. They have been a little bit cooled off over the past couple of weeks, but then they had a really nice game in Washington, D.C. on Sunday. And so maybe now that they'll be playing at home against the Oilers, we'll finally see them start to click a little bit more. But you could pair him with Tyler Sagan or Jamie Benn. You could pair him with Dennis Gurionov or Alexander Radulov, Jacob Peterson. Any of those guys, I, I think, you know, and I'm sure that they'll be practicing and working through all that uh, behind the scenes and put him where he needs to be. But he can also just be plugged in anywhere on the Stars team in really any situation. Uh, he can get plugged into any of the Dallas Stars power play units. That's not really something he's done in Detroit, but he certainly has the offensive hustle, whereabouts, knowledge, and vision to be on a power play unit. He also has spent plenty of time on the penalty kill in Detroit. That's something that he can offer here in Dallas as well alongside guys like Luke Glendening or Michael Roffel. And he's just truly a plug-and-play kind of player, a guy that uh, is versatile, almost like a Swiss Army knife. And I'm really excited to see how he performs as a Dallas star. I think, you know, I we went into the trade deadline and I said that the ideal situation for the stars is that they don't really give up too much or that they don't change their roster too much. And the roster has changed a little bit uh, because now Braden Holtby is on long-term IR per Saad Youssef of the athletic who uh, heard that from GM Jim Nil in a press conference after the Nemestikov deal went down. So now we know that Scott Wedgwood is the official backup goalie to Jake Ottinger and that we won't see Braden Holtby probably for the rest of the season. If I were to guess, um, just don't envision that happening, unfortunately. And I, I, it's such a sad situation for Braden. Uh, and we wish him the best in his recovery, whatever his injury may be. But now we know Wedgwood is here to stay for the rest of the season. And then Nemestikov, I mean, he changes the roster too as well. But I think that that helps make this team a little bit better on paper. And, and if he ends up not working out and if he ends up not doing that great, I think that the stars are going to be just fine because they gave up a fourth round pick and a draft that's not going to happen for two years uh, in 2024. And I know draft picks can be valuable, but ultimately, I mean, you give up one pick in the late round of a draft that's not happening for two years uh, for a guy that has had pretty good production on a mediocre Detroit team. And this is a Dallas team that I think is a little bit above average. Um, and I think that he's an upgrade over a guy like Joel Kiviranta. So I think the Stars did get slightly better because of Nemestikov during the trade deadline. The verdict is still out on whether or not uh, Wedgwood is going to be as good, if not better, than Holtby because it's hard to look at his performance and stats on a awful Arizona Coyotes team compared to how he might play uh, with a little bit more support from his teammates here in Dallas. So I like the trade deadline overall. Don't love it. Not any big blockbuster moves like the Florida Panthers or Colorado Avalanche made, but still, they didn't sit around and do nothing like the Toronto Maple Leafs. Mike Giordano uh, is not going to solve all the problems for Toronto, believe it or not. Um, but I guess they didn't see it that way. So I personally am fine with how things worked out. John Klingberg is still on the team, which I'm happy about for the time being. We'll we'll see how we feel about that in the offseason, depending on if he leaves and we get nothing in return. But he has stepped up ever since Miro Haskinen went on IR with Mono, and he now leads the team in points for defensemen. And we've seen some of the other demons step up as well, but I think John Klingberg has really taken the initiative in this situation. And so really glad that he's still on this team and that you know a lot of these key players are still here for the remainder of the season, gearing up for what will hopefully be a deep playoff push. But the playoff push 
starts even now with the game tonight against the Edmonton Oilers, which we will start talking about after a quick break and a word from some of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by BetOnline.net. It's that time of year again as college basketball's tournament is finally upon us. From all the latest odds, contests, and player props, BetOnline.net is the number one source for all your sports betting needs and info. BetOnline remains the best spot for all your sports scores, podcasts, and news this season. And it's not just basketball. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sports wagering information needs, including live betting and your favorite Vegas casino games. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and action. BetOnline.net, where the game starts. Jumping right back into today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day, your host, Dane Lewis, here at Dane, double underscore Lewis on Twitter, talking about tonight's matchup between the Dallas Stars and the Edmonton Oilers, teams that have not matched up since the Tuesday of the week of Thanksgiving and where the Stars came out and actually kind of put the hurt on this Oilers team, a time when the Oilers were red hot, uh, considered at the time one of the best teams in the league they have fallen off a little bit, but still now they are com certainly competitive uh, and looking to make the playoffs this season in a surprisingly competitive Pacific division and make some noise while they are there. This episode is being recorded before they play the Colorado Avalanche, but that is something to take in mind uh, for this Tuesday matchup is that they will be coming off the first night of a back-to-back -back against the best team in the NHL. But at the time of recording this, they have 74 points, 35-23 and four record, and it just had an absolute roller coaster of a season they started off the season hot winning nine of their first 10 Connor McDavid had a 17 game point streak that was snapped by the Dallas Stars in their first meeting of the season I'm sure many of you remember that they had a stretch from December 4th to January 20th where they lost 13 of 16 games they signed Evander Kane whenever he was let go by the San Jose Sharks uh, and he's actually producing somewhat well um, even though he is a problematic person in a locker room uh, but I guess that's not really a problem for a team like Edmonton as long as they get the production. Uh, and I guess it seems to be paying off uh, as they are now top three in their division at the time of recording this. Um, so say about that, whatever you will. Evander Kane um, could just have his own podcast dedicated to his career in the NHL, uh, for lack of a better term. Uh, but this Edmonton team it was winners of five straight going into the Monday night game against the Avs. Again, at the time of recording this, don't know how that game ended up, but I would, I'm, I'm thinking the Avalanche are going to win that game. Uh, it's in Colorado. That's an incredibly tough place to play. Um, first night of a back-to-back -back is always difficult um, because sometimes you get caught thinking about the second game as well. So it just seems like a favorable matchup for the Avs, but we know that sometimes teams can go into Colorado and get wins that maybe they shouldn't. And this team, like I've said, is close in the specific division playoff race. The LA Kings are currently in second with 76 points. The Oilers have 74. And then they're actually somewhat close to falling out of the top three to the Vegas Golden Knights, who have 72 points, also playing on Monday as well. And, and there's just a ton of chaos in that Pacific division, which I don't think was really expected. I think people expected Vegas to be good. I think they expected Edmonton to be good. And I think people expected Calgary to be okay. But now Calgary has made a bunch of moves. And even before some of their trade moves, uh, they started catching fire at the right time. And now they are the clear leaders in the Pacific division looking to potentially challenge the Colorado Avalanche uh, at a claim for the best team in the West. And since the year 2015, 
Uh, Connor McDavid, that's the year that he debuted for the Edmonton Oilers. The Oilers are only three and six in Dallas versus the Stars with 19 goals for and 30 goals against their power play only at 20.7%. McDavid in his career in Dallas, five goals, six assists. Uh, 11 points in total. Leon Dreisaitl, a little bit worse than that. Two goals, four assists, six points at Dallas, with both of his goals actually coming on the power play. Certainly something to make note of there. And, and it's just, you know, interesting looking at those statistics. Always like looking at those numbers of how people play in other teams' buildings on the road, um, especially these teams that are so far away. It looks like, you know, both these guys, and obviously a lot of their careers still ahead of them in Dreisaitl and McDavid. Both struggling a little bit in Dallas. I mean, still obviously putting up numbers, but maybe not quite as productive as they are at home or in other teams' buildings, specifically in their division, which is you know typically the case. Um, but I mean, that's really just the key to this game and guys that you have to keep an eye on uh, in Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl. If you can stop those two, you can beat the Oilers. It sounds really simple and maybe even stupid, but that's just the truth of it. And that's the fact of the matter. And that's something that the Stars did really well last time that they played. And it's something they're going to have to look to do again. And that's easier said than done and very difficult to do, especially without your best skater and best defender in Miro Haskin. And you look back to that game the week of Thanksgiving and so much of the offensive inefficiency for the Oilers can be credited to the efforts of Miro Haskin and skating hard, using his stick well. Uh, we're going to need to see all the other defensemen step up the way that they have for the past few games and see them use their large frames and their defensive abilities to shut down the offense of the Oilers. Because it's not just McDavid and Dreisaitl. It's Evander Kane. It's Zach Hyman. I mean, they really just have guys all over the ice that can play. I mean, you look at the the, the stats, and it's like McDavid and Dreisaitl um, up in the you know 85, 90 point range, and then every like the next closest guy has like forty one points. Out uh, forty one points, no team would complain about having on their team. But uh, it's just such a big drop off. But also, you you know, you can typically forget um, that a team like Edmonton, even though they have two of the best players in the world, uh, these generational talents, they still have talent elsewhere. On the roster, so even when you shut down McDavid and Drysaddle, the job isn't done. Uh, it has to be a good defensive effort through and through all across the board. Whatever lines are out on the ice, whoever is on their shift, uh, it, it just needs to be hard nosed, hard hitting Dallas Stars hockey. And I think that that's what we'll get, especially after that game in DC. A lot of scuffles and physical play on Sunday. I think the boys are going to be really fired up, and I'm really excited to see how they compete against a team like Edmonton that's pretty, you know, on fire right now. Even a loss in Colorado, that's only. One loss after five straight wins. Going to be really competitive. I know the hometown fans are going to be excited. Feels like forever since we've seen a Stars game at the AAC. I'm sure the team will be excited to be back in town, even if it is for just one game before hitting the road again for one game and then coming back. Uh, a little bit of inconsistency there, but I'm sure the fellows will be excited to be back in front of the Dallas Stars faithful. Well, we will continue to talk about this game and my predictions and thoughts going into it after another quick break from hearing from some of our sponsors. Today's episode is brought to you by rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts you need. Why endure often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer? choosing the only brand their warehouse happens to carry, you have computers with access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Rock Auto prices are reliably low for every customer and they've been serving do-it-yourselfers like you for over 20 years. They have everything that your car or truck could ever need. 
brake parts, tail lamps, motor oil, or even new carpet. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. Write Locked On in their How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car could ever need at rockauto.com. And closing out today's episode of Locked on Stars, your first listen of the day, continuing to talk about tonight's matchup between the Edmonton Oilers and the hometown Dallas Stars. This is a big game for both teams, big game for the Stars back at home for a rare stop at the AAC in the month of March. And they need to defend home ice and get two points here because it's not going to get much easier. They have the Carolina Hurricanes on the road after this one. So definitely need to pick up two points here before heading back out on the road and also knock off a team that is in the playoff race with you. Like I said, I mean, this this uh, Edmonton team is only a few bad nights away from dropping back down into a wild card spot or even past that. Uh, so getting a win here helps you get two points and helps keep the Edmonton Oilers off the score sheet, keeping them neutral, which is exactly where we want them at a time like this. And the Stars certainly have the pieces to do it, even without Miro Haskinen. You look at some of the numbers from the Dallas Stars veterans against the Oilers throughout their career. Tyler Sagan, who's still looking for that elusive 300th career regular season NHL goal, has nine goals, 13 assists, 22 points in total versus the Oilers all time. Jamie Benn has been a historic Euler killer over his career, 20 goals, 14 assists, and 34 points in total. Joe Pavelski, who actually has played the Oilers a lot in his career because he was in San Jose for the majority of it, has 24 goals, 30 assists, 54 points in total. And Jake Gottinger has a .912 save percentage in his last 10 day, last 10 games. The Stars have not necessarily been perfect over their last 10 games, but Jake Gottinger has at least given them a fighting chance in just about every matchup that they've played. And so I expect him to come out and have a big night, especially now that he does have an NHL caliber goalie backing him up. I think that lights a little bit of a fire under him uh, to play his best and bring his A game in this matchup as to not be benched or replaced by Scott Wedgwood. Because even though I'm sure that their relationship will be fine and they'll work together well professionally, uh, you know with the competitiveness that Jake Ottinger has that he does not want to be replaced by the new guy that the Stars just traded for. So expect a great performance from number 29 in the crease tonight for the Stars. And look for some of the middle line guys to stay hot. They've had some really good games as of late. Guys like Alexander Radulov, guys like Jacob Peterson, Denis Gurionov, Marion Studenich. Really excited to keep watching Studenich play. Uh, it's just been fun to see how he's been integrated into this lineup with his speed and his skill set, his forechecking ability. Similar to, you know, some similar skills to what Nemestikov is going to bring. I don't imagine we will see Nemestikov in this matchup. I mean, that's just a quick turnaround uh, to get dealt to a team on Monday and then play for them on Tuesday. I, I can't envision it happening. Maybe we'll see him uh, against the Carolina Hurricanes in their next matchup. Um, but regardless, right now, we are stuck with just seeing Marion Studenich, uh, which is just fine with me because I've really enjoyed watching him play as of right now. And like I said in the last segment, it sounds simple, almost too simple, but the Stars need to shut down the dynamic duo of Leon Dreisaitl and Connor McDavid and execute on special teams. The Oilers have the fourth best power play in the league at 25.3%, but they also have one of the worst penalty kills in the league, sitting 22nd overall in the National Hockey League, only a 76.3% PK for the Edmonton Oilers. So kind of night and day similar to the Dallas Stars, but the Stars PK has been trending 
in the right direction. And as we know, the power play got hot in Washington on Sunday with Rope Hintz scoring twice on the man advantage. Hopefully we will see that continue to trend upward as well as the overall play and chemistry of the top line. Need a big game from 16, 21, and 24. I predict that the Dallas Stars win this game in a nail-biter. I think it's going to be competitive and have that classic late-season playoff feel. 4-3, to three, I predict, is the final score. Tyler Sagan scores first. I am manifesting it that Tyler Sagan is getting career goal number 300 tonight against the Edmonton Oilers. But that's going to do it for today's episode of Locked on Stars. Be sure to subscribe to and follow the Locked on Stars podcast wherever you get your podcast at, whether that's on YouTube or your favorite podcasting platform. Remember, we are free and available no matter where you listen or how you listen. Thank you again for making us your first listen of the day. Now go make your second listen of the day, the Locked on Fantasy Hockey Show. Host Steel Roden and Flip Livingstone help you become the expert of your fantasy league. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Folks, that's going to do it for today's show. I'm your host, Dane Lewis. Be sure to follow me at Dane double underscore Lewis and our show at Locked on Stars. We'll be back here tomorrow to break down this game in its entirety and react to all the shenanigans that goes down on the ice at the AAC. We'll see you there, Stars fans. Have a great Tuesday.